I think he's strong. I think he's healthy, in fairness to him. I mean, I think he's healthy. He's moving well. His body weight was just what we wanted when he reported to camp. I like how he's been working. Today was really good. Ryan, Trista, and Nick are back on BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Sean Payton on receiver Cortland Sutton. Apparently had a lot of chemistry starting to develop with uh, Russell Wilson. And this is this is the start. It's the groundswell. 50-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. Bit much. But eight and a half wins. This is a team that could go over that eight and a half win total and be one of the more improved teams in the NFL. Only five wins last year, Ryan. I'll I am what. so tired of hearing about quarterbacks and their newfound chemistry with their new wide receiver. I am so tired of it. Remember last year it was like, oh, Cortland Sutton, he's in the middle of his break, and all of a sudden the ball's right there. He's never had a quarterback like that before. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson doing all, like off-season workouts with his wide receiver core. Watch out. Russ is going to cook the league up. Watch out. And it's like, oh, like lowest scoring offense in the entire NFL. She's not wrong. That was the thing. It was like the balls never came out this <laughs> way. It was. The thing is, is you have a dope for a head coach last year. That's the problem. You know, I mean, which is even scary. Let me bring this up. Yeah. They were talking about on Hard Knocks yeah. about um, Nathaniel Hackett being the guy that would always install the red zone offense in Green Bay. And when the I heard gold that. gold zone offense. Or sorry, the gold zone offense. Thank and all you. I could think of was, did he forget to install it every week in Denver? What the hell was that? Well, see, all right. Here's I'm not sticking up for Nathaniel Hackett. That was a mess. And let's be honest. Nathaniel Hackett should have never been a head coach in the National Football League. The reason he got that job was because the Broncos thought they were going to end up with Aaron Rodgers. And so they didn't. And that's why they ended up with Russell Wilson. The Packers made Aaron Rodgers the highest paid quarterback in the league because they had a bunch of money because they didn't pay Devontae Adams for whatever reason. Didn't even use the well, they tried to use the franchise tag. So then Hackett gets canned. But also, like, they had a lot of bad luck last year, Denver mm-hmm. did, especially with injuries. Over 40 adjusted games they lost. And they had the fifth-worst injury luck in the entire league. They had a really good defense, a really, really good defense. Top 10, no matter what metric you're looking at. Yep. But that offense was a damn mess, especially when they got in the red zone, the gold zone. They would settle for field goals. It's back to the red zone now. So, I mean, Hackett was terrible. <laughs> but also, bunch of injuries bunch of turnovers, also just like a lot of bad luck. I was looking at this. Opposing kickers made 39 to 41 field goals against them. The terrible turnover luck. Um, you just don't see stuff like that two years in a row. So I won't be shocked if they win nine games. They were also 4-9 and nine in one-score games, even with Nathaniel Hackett as their head coach. Now you bring in Sean Payton. They should at least be a nine-win team, even in a loaded AFC. They'll certainly average more than 17 points a game this year. I mean, it was it was an embarrassment what you saw from them. Oh, it was like watching the Iowa yards, every week in college football, yeah. The yards per attempt were rough. I mean, you were watching an offense that was largely able to, for us on our show to predict what was coming next. It was just painful, all of it, even with the bad luck, even with, you know, some of the issues that they had in terms of, like, turnovers. It's like... It was still abysmal to watch their offense move or not move. Yeah, and I had, like, I mean, I had pretty high expectations for him coming into the season last year just because I was like, okay, Russell Wilson was bad last year for Seattle, but also he shouldn't have been out there. He was playing with an injured hand. Um, I was even trying to make the case that maybe he'd get some MVP votes because we always talk about that, right? Yep. But 
Also, like, there was a lot of weird stuff going on, not only with Nathaniel Hackett. Like, the team wasn't buying into Russ as a leader, and he was doing really weird stuff, like on the team flights home where he was doing his hip stuff and doing exercises. Dumb TikTok remote pointing like the, that he, weird video he did I just kidding ugh. he wasn't good last year he was either too. so it didn't really matter what hack it was was drawn up i mean russell wilson wasn't making the throws so if he could have a bounce back year which he should man i, I think they should be all right his passing yards this year 37 50 and a half plus 120 to the over minus 140 to the over but in 15 games last year with all that mess still threw for 3500 yards what if he just stinks, though? I think though, in general. And, and they yeah. pull the plug and they I, say Jared Stidham time. That ben DiNucci time. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's a lot of money on the sidelines. That's the interesting thing is it, is it feels like the, the, um, the potential outcomes, the range of potential outcomes for the Broncos is one of the largest ranges in the NFL. I could see the Broncos being really successful – I could see them winning nine, ten games. I could see them having a top three defense in the league, one yeah. of the best home field advantages in the NFL. You know, Sean Payton, coach of the year. Russell Wilson, you know, candidate for comeback player of the year. Of course, he's not going to win it, but whatever. He's in the conversation. I could see angry runs with Javante. Like, it's just a lot of excitement. You know, Cortland Sutton. All these yeah. different players, Marvin Mims, blah, blah, blah. But I could also see the exact same thing that I saw from Denver this year and Russell Wilson fall off a cliff and another player get injured just like they've had injuries on the wide receiver core already and just like a 5-6 win team. I could see well, both. I, could you guys not see both of those things happening quite yeah. easily? Yeah, because on paper, though, they should be better. I mean, they mm-hmm. got better this offseason. The, the the concerns I would have, like, the offensive line protecting Russ and then Javante coming back fully healthy because when he's fully he- healthy, he's one of my favorite backs in the league. I thought he was going to have a breakout season, and then he gets hurt. You also add P. Ryan, so that means probably, obviously, Javante's not going to be 100% until week 8, week 9, so you'll have P. Ryan. Um, and then defensively, you know, in a 3-4 base defense, now you add Frank Clark. You also have Josie Jewell. You have Randy Ge- Gregory. And Sertan should e- be even better here, uh, you know, another year in the secondary. So I think that they're actually, on paper, better than they were last year when we had such high expectations. Yes. And Jerry Judy should have a monster year, too. comes down to health. Last year they were just so beat up every Always week. Always comes down to health. Two or three guys were yep. going down. And, you know, it was a mess. But, um, yeah, if Javante comes back and Judy's there and then all that talent on the defense, and you add uh, – Marvin Mims is a part of that yeah. now. I mean, yep. look, they've got, they certainly have the talent there. They even have Marquez Callaway. I mean, that was somebody that is, has had his least flashes in the NFL. Somebody that's more of a depth receiver that can just give you a couple of plays a game. Like, they've got the weapons there. It's just putting the whole thing together. I, the one thing you can't gauge until the season actually starts that concerns me, and it's like, does the team just like him more? Like, does he stop being so annoying? Like, that may sound simple and it may sound just basic I mean I think we all know the answer to that it's that's the thing like did he learn it all from last year when nobody showed up to his birthday remember that was a big thing like nobody showed up to this guy's birthday party thought that was draft day no I think it was yeah (laughs) remember that movie oh yeah 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 that's why they don't draft them and and you go to this and you look around and go well actually that does kind of make sense because this isn't just some random linebacker on your team this is your quarterback and if the team doesn't buy into who he is just as a person, as a leader, then you're going to have chemistry issues the entire year. I'm sure it was worse having Nathaniel Hackett as the head coach and 
the reports were very early that everybody around there was just like, this isn't, like, it isn't working. He's not running the show. People have no respect for him a few weeks into the season. But you still have to now have the quarterback just, here's the thing. Don't be so damn corny. Just shut up. No more Broncos country. Let's ride. I think he's got some new thing he says now. I don't know what it is. I hope it's nothing. Just walk away from a podium when it's all said well, and done. Like, the thing really quick going back to Hackett, which I don't like when offensive coordinators get jobs as head coaches that don't call plays. It's fine. Like, Eric Bieniemy has been in the league forever, and it, and he's not. he didn't get a head coaching gig, though. He's, he gets to be the OC for the commanders. It's Ooh. already a mess. They're already quitting on him. You know what I mean? That was a hit. Yes, that was. He just got his head... His helmet completely ripped off. But, uh, like, Hackett never called the plays, and he was only there for three years. Now, he did call the plays in Jacksonville, and they did go to the AFC Championship that year, but it wasn't because of that offense. Oh, that was Malik Cunningham, It was too. Malik Cunningham. He got his helmet ripped off by the face mask. But he is he hit that corner fast. Yeah, he's all right, luckily. Ooh, looks all right. The thing that I Who also think legend? is really... Oh, uh, my, he almost ripped his head off. Is... Oh, my God. Sorry, Uh-oh. Trista. I, it was just like, he twisted his head... Twisted his head around sideways. The helmet, and his his eye was literally in the ear hole, and they ripped the helmet off of his head. Good God. Yikes. I'm just now seeing this right now. Because I'm on, like, a little bit of a delay from mm-hmm. you guys. Shocking, because I'm streaming. You know how it is. Yeah. All I was going to say delay. was... Yeah, all I was going to say was the thing that you can say for sure about Sean Payton, other th- other than the fact that, you know, he's known as you know, one of the best X's and O's coaches and blah, 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 blah. Like, the part that we know for sure is that players love him. And whatever you want to say about Russ in terms of how the locker room felt about him, the locker room's going to feel the exact opposite about Sean Payton. Remember the the year that Teddy was the – Teddy Bridgewater was their quarterback and they were doing the little, like, that zoom-zoom thing with their with their little wrists and they, every mm-hmm. time they'd win a game, they were pretending they were on scooters in the locker room and, and Sean Payton's doing that dance in there and yeah. everybody's, like, pouring champagne on his head and he's doing the crip walk. Like, that's yeah. going to be Sean Payton. Hey. So I think the players will love him. I, I I was gonna say that the players do like Sean Payton. I got a take though. Okay, he's, all right. He's gonna he's gonna fix the Broncos. They're gonna win nine ten games probably. He's a good coach. I also think he's a little overrated. Or I think maybe there's another guy that's a little underrated. It's time for my favorite game show. We're gonna play it. It's called Mike McCarthy or Sean Payton. <laughs> all right, Trista, you go oh first because Mike McCarthy's your head coach. All right, Mike McCarthy or Sean Payton. Career record of 152 and 89. Mike McCarthy or Sean Payton? Say it again. Career record of 152 wins and 89 losses. Sean Payton. That would be Sean Payton. You are right. Mike McCarthy's career record, 155, 97, and 2. All right, Nick. All right. Sean Payton or Mike McCarthy? Which head coaches is among only five, here's the other ones, Tom Landry, Chuck Knoll, Andy Reid, and Bill Belichick, to lead one franchise to eight straight playoff appearances? Mike McCarthy or Sean Payton? Mike McCarthy. That would be? Yeah. That would be Mike McCarthy. Yes, it would. All right. Mike (laughs) McCarthy or Sean Payton? Career record in the playoffs, nine and eight. Sean Payton. That would be Sean Payton. That would be Sean Payton. You want Mike McCarthy's career record in the playoffs? What is it? It is. I do, yeah. 30 and 20. No, I'm kidding. It's 11 and 10. Super Bowl rings. One, Mike McCarthy or Sean Payton? Well, both. both of them. Both of them. So, 
How come Mike McCarthy gets treated like this huge doofus? That because everybody he's just, a huge doofus. You know but why. Sean Payton gets because treated you know like why. a coaching legend. Because One Super Bowl apiece, right? Tons of failures in the playoffs. They both have invented new ways to lose in the playoffs. Sean Payton, remember when he came back from Deflategate? How many losing seasons in a row? During that stretch, Mike McCarthy was taking the Packers to the playoffs every year. I'm not sticking up for Mike McCarthy. He but had Aaron Rodgers. But you're sticking up for Mike McCarthy. But Sean Payton had Drew Brees. <laughs> so was Drew Brees overrated or was Sean Payton overrated? Or are we all just, do we all owe the big guy, Mike McCarthy, a huge apology? So when you, I talk Cowboys you know this that- season and everybody laughs because big guys call him plays, I'm going to remind them he's got the same damn resume as Sean Payton, the guy that you guys keep hyping up. That's gonna fix Russell Wilson. Here's, Not you I guys. I knew you were gonna say that. I know yeah. you. I know you like like better than you know you because I knew as soon as we talked about this, you were gonna go this direction and it's totally fine. But you know that like on an individual game to game basis, the the potential uh, the potential situations where Mike McCarthy just completely throws up all over himself regular season not regular season what have you in terms of just like knowing Here. how much okay. time you is know, on I the have Sean Payton yeah. the, remember remember when Drew Brees would complete nine passes in a row and they'd get in the red zone and he's just cooking and then here comes Taysom Hill for the direct snap for one yard and then you think oh that was dumb but then wait a minute Taysom Hill staying in the game in a wild in a wildcat package like Sean Payton overthinks things too all the time. I'm just saying he's a skinny version of Mike McCarthy. Let's play. Let's play a quick game here. It's called Mike McCarthy or Sean Payton. Who had Ezekiel Elliott blocking on the last play of a game of a playoff game and nobody else? Was it Mike McCarthy or Sean Payton? That may have been Kellen Moore. We don't know. Uh, no. I need. I need exact. Oh, I need clarification because McCarthy wasn't calling the plays. Now though. you're just uh, listen. You think that, that is the truth? You think though. the head coach is going to have no say in the final play of a playoff game? Who had and Dak the- Prescott? Who had Dak Prescott? The fall. The previous playoff game against the same team mm-hmm. running with 12 hey, seconds Sean left on great. the clock. I'm just saying like when we talk great head coaches and I hear him with like Bill Belichick it's just, I just I don't agree. I think he's a good coach. I don't know that he's a great coach. We'll see what he does in Denver. And I don't think McCarthy's as bad. I mean yes, he had Aaron Rodgers but also really quickly Brett Favre looked washed. His career was over. Mike McCarthy took him to the quarterback camp, and the Packers won 12 games. They went to the NFC Championship game with 38-year-old Favre. He just started throwing terrible picks against the Giants. Rodgers actually looked like a complete bust. In fact, the Packers almost traded him for Randy Moss. McCarthy gets the job, takes him to quarterback camp, and then Rodgers is you know, the best quarterback in the league. He was really good with young quarterbacks back in the day. His time in San Francisco. McCarthy was a good football mind. Maybe the game's passed him by a little bit, but... Maybe it's past Sean Payton. What about the fact? Just narrative. Yeah, that's but that's definitely possible. What about the fact though that Dak Prescott has gotten worse since since Mike McCarthy got to this team? Has he though? I mean, he's thrown more interceptions. Dak Prescott was at his best when they were running the football, and Zeke was leading the NFL in rushing. I just don't like. Yeah, I think they just relied on him a little bit more. Exactly. You remember that was like an RPO offense that was a lot of Zeke. And let's look like Michael Gallup got hurt. They traded Amari Cooper for whatever reason. They don't. They they've not been putting Dak in in. They've not been putting Dak in position to succeed. That's the biggest thing. That's why he wants to run the ball more. But as we always say, um, like where are the weapons to run the ball more in this offense? Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. So that. We'll see. This is this will decide it. We'll know whether Sean Payton is better than Mike McCarthy this year. I'm not even saying that? that either. Of yeah, them you better. are. You I'm love, just saying. You love. You want to say I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not saying.